So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. drizzling poops but now let me introduce you to the man the man of the moment the man with the pythons the great the doctor chris featherstone very nice very nice how are you <laughs> pales in comparison to yours Vince. pales in comparison to yours man look at that look at those things look, 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 let me see that one more time one more time man, look at that Look at that, man! Nice, yeah, just, just unbelievable. Man. You know, it's funny because I, uh, you know, I've, I've got uh, we've got some really, really good fans here at uh, the Legion of Raw, and I get uh, messaged every week, man. It's it's great to have this show. Raw stinks, but uh, I, I really get excited and, and I look forward to this show every week because we, we just have fun. Listen, yep. I'm gonna say this for the millionth time. Yep. Okay. There is an art to writing, not you know, a television show. Yes. And Raw is a television show. There is an art to writing a television show. It is a craft. I learned that craft from a television writer. Okay. If you are a former wrestler, an ex wrestler, it does not make you a television writer, bro. I'm, I, 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 let, let me let me let me explain to the people here on Sports Kita, Chris. I was watching an episode today. Uh, today I had to do a uh, episode of my breaking down the Attitude Era hour by hour. Okay, bro. There are three stories going on. Stories, stories. Q 
Kane and Paul Bearer are trying to coax The Undertaker into wrestling him. Undertaker will not wrestle his brother, so they are wreaking havoc until they get Taker in the ring. Story number one. Okay. We just went through all the uh, all the drama of the uh, Survivor Series with Brett and Sean. What year okay? yet? So that's 97? Yes, 97. Now Owen Hart is hitting the ring and attacking Sean. He's yep. the only Black Hart, Hart member yep. left. Mm-hmm. Story number two. Story number three. Austin gave the Intercontinental title belt to Rock because he wants to go on for the world title. So you've got three main stories going on throughout that show. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you, uh, unless I missed something, give me one story that was going on during this show. I saw match after match after match after match after match after match. Give me one story that 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 happened in this three hour show. Give me one. Mysterios and Judgment Day. You, what's the story? Dominic is Dominic got mad at Edge, and now he got beat up by Rhea Ripley. Okay, all right. Well, there you go, bro. Were they trying to shoot an angle at the end there? What, what was happening at the end with that guy in the crowd being Dexter Loomis, Sam Shaw? Oh, that's Sam Shaw. Mm-hmm. Oh, good, bro. I like that guy. I'm a, yeah. I'm a, uh, I'm a fan of that guy. Okay, I, I, yeah, I you good. know, again, though, bro. What do we always say? I don't watch NXT, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, obviously they're trying to shoot an angle. I don't know who that is, yeah. but they're trying to shoot an angle. And he was let go too. So yeah. Triple H is just bringing back. Just name after name every week, it looks like. So. And, bro, that, and, and, and again, bro, that that is another mistake because when you bring in so many people at once, you're not going to get them all over, bro. Yeah. So what he's trying to do is completely change this show by bringing in all these NXT people and and not concentrating on any of them. I mean, bro, look what happened to Ciampa tonight. He 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 loses to Bobby Lashley and then gets put through a table by AJ Styles. That that's how you get somebody over. Right, right. Yeah, it was. Um, I guess they were trying to do something with him, uh, with with Ciampa to make him relevant. But at the end of the day. Um, you know, it's still, um, just a bringing a bunch of wrestlers in. If I, if, if I, there's no buy-in, if there's no story to it, it's just bringing a bunch of, it's bringing a in. bunch of wrestlers in. And like I said, bro, I don't know what favors you did for Champa, bro. If anything, see my, my, my theory was, okay, bro, it's the old, well, if he can last against Lashley and he can mm-hmm. give Lashley a fight. He's going to be over. Well, you know what, bro? Here's the bottom line. If you do that, and at the end of the match, Ciampa shakes Lashley's hand, like that's one thing. But you come back and you put the guy through a table. So what what was accomplished? Agreed. Uh, Thank you, Rizu, for the the reminder in in the chat. I just wrote that down in my notes to talk about. So, you know, hey, look, 
The Miz is awesome. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> hey, look, so we're going to get into this. We're going to dive right into this because there's a lot to talk about. And to me, more to talk about outside of the show. Um, so we're going to talk about a couple of things. One thing is uh, Grandpa. Very nice. You uh, you enjoyed Grandpa-dom uh, a few weeks ago, right? Yes, I did. Yes, I did very much. So, yes. Um, all right. So the Dr. Chris question of the week um, coming back. And this is the question for the SK Nation and the ones who are watching on the archives, which watching live is just so much more fun. Though. Uh, so here's the question. But thank you for watching on the archives. Though. The most pivotal year of pro wrestling, in your opinion, is blank. The most pivotal year of pro wrestling was blank. What do you think, Vince? 97. Oh, okay. Why 97? Because as I'm watching the tail end of 97, uh, you are seeing the creation of a new brand of wrestling. Okay. Very nice. Last, you know, I, I just saw a show today. I think it was from December 15th. So the end of the year, the last, from the Survivor Series on in 97, you're kind of seeing the birth of the Attitude Era for a couple months there. Okay, very nice. Uh, Michael says 97. Awesome Sauce says 90, uh, 84. Um, Kuzmo says 97. TW says 84. Matt says 98 um media 2002 christopher says 97 shadows 2004 scott says 98 i say uh 1983 that was the advent of hulkamania so i think that 83 does it for me what why are they saying 84 can we get some uh, it says the expansion awesome soul says the year of von eric's were at their peak um yeah what was what was the first year of WrestleMania? Uh, 85. 85, yeah. So, yeah, 84, 85, I would put that right up there. Mm -hmm. with, without a doubt, I would put that up there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The 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 the, the year of the first WrestleMania, that 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 might be it as well. I mean, that was that was huge, bro. Yeah. Huge. 85. I say 83 because of because of Hogan. Um Although, yeah, 84, actually I'll say, because 84 was uh, really the beginning of Hulkamania. Um, what year, bro, was the rock and wrestling connection with MTV? That was, oof, that was 84. I, I meant to say, so 83 was the beginning of Starcade. If I, yeah, Arcade. I'll say 84 because that was the rise of Hulkamania. Yeah, I mean, so, that was huge. The the yeah. MTV tie-in was huge at the yeah, time. Yeah, MTV. Huge. Yes. Um, yeah, 84 is my... my yeah, that was huge yeah. at the time. Yeah. Very, very um, big at the time. Yeah, a bunch of people saying 84. Too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not going to argue that at all. Yeah. First Saturday, first Saturday Night's main event was 85. Huge. Um, huge, bro. Yeah. Huge. Yeah, that was huge. Wendy yes. Richter and Mula was on MTV in 84. Yep, there you go. Yeah. Of Cindy yeah. Lauper, that whole thing. Piper got involved. Um, it, yep. was, it was huge, bro. Yep. There was a big match on MTV. I think Piper and Hogan. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, very nice, very nice. Yeah, eighty four is my final answer. But that's there. nothing compared to uh, the hunger, the Hunger Games, bro. 
Yeah, man. Hey, you know what? 2002 uh, has a is a close second. What do you think? I didn't want. I wasn't watching. I mean, 2022. Excuse me. Oh God, bro! Close second. Bro, she couldn't even announce. She she couldn't even. She she forgot who the, who the people that were in her own crew were. Come on, <laughs> Dakota Sky. Oh, Come on, like really, really, uh, really. <laughs> Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Come on. What what are we doing here, bro? Like that's like hey, man. Yeah, awesome. let me introduce my tag team partner for WrestleMania. Mr. B. Mr. B. Mr. B. <laughs> Come on, man. You, we we got to get that right, Bailey. You know, with uh, awesome all says uh 1920 was when Toots Toot. took over. Yes, very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Yes. Suits. Suits. The great suits, bro. The great suits. All right, let's uh, jump right into this. Uh, Bailey, Eos, uh, Eos Sky, and Dakota Sky. Uh, Eo, Eos Sky, Dakota Sky, <laughs> Velvet Sky, Velvet Sky, <laughs> Blue Sky. Uh, remember, uh, Big Sky actually Big was sky. a yeah, it was a WCW Sky Low Low, Sky yes. Low Low. There you go, Sky oh, Blue is a current AEW. Matter of fact, let's just keep this Sky let's thing going. SK Nation, name yeah. a Sky wrestler. Name yes. a name a. A wrestler with the sky name Sky Rocket in Flight Afternoon there, Delight. There you go. Afternoon yes. Delight. Yes. <laughs> uh Rebby Sky. Yeah, Rebby Sky, uh, the Hardy's great Rebby Sky. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Dakota's uh she was Sky after after tonight, she's Sky. Yeah. You know what's so funny? Oh, Scorpio Sky, yeah. Good, good Scorpio good. Sky, very um, good. Yes, yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, so Dakota Sky, I mean Kai. Did you see her when, when <laughs> it was so? Uh, uh, Rizu says skyscraper, so I guess I'll skyscraper. <laughs> yes, uh, so it's funny because the production team just made it so much worse. Because when, um, uh, um what's her name? Uh, Bailey, when she botched Dakota's name, yeah. They zoomed right on their face. <laughs> so as she, so as she botched, See, and now, she bro, was just a, like, oh, it's like she was bro, trying to keep a, the mean uh, face mixed with like. Well, hey, let me tell you though, bros, that is one of the um, positives of Vince McMahon not being there, bro. Because if he was there, sitting oh, at yeah. Gorilla when she went oh, through yeah. that curtain, he would have eaten oh, her alive, bro. Oh, yeah. And not only would have he have eaten her alive, he would have held that against her. Yeah. If she can't even remember the names of the people on her own team, seriously, bro, yeah. that that could have got her set back. Yes. You, you think she cleaned it up decently by no, uh, healing absolutely up? not because she acknowledged that she effed up. <laughs> she absolutely acknowledged that she effed up. She should have went right over it. Bro. Yeah, right yeah, over. she should have right known so that. She said, but I got to tell you, bro, what was worse than that? I mean, you know, Chris, I would love to know the history of. When this started, why this started, because they did not do this while I was there. 
bro, the 57,000 uh, 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 camera cuts, bro, yeah. during that brawl. I wanted to throw up. You can't, bro, you, 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 you nothing registers. You're going from yeah. one thing to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. Nothing is registering. Agreed. I would love to know, bro, how did that ever start? It's hey. awful, bro. It is god awful, man. You know, it's one of those things that uh you know, our friend Road Dog Brian James, he's really big into the production part of it. It's just really, you know, the t- television production. I'd be interested to, you know, if you can remember tell him that I when will. we do our show. You know, I, I mean, will. just because I would be interested to see like why is that a thing now? Why is yeah. there so many different cuts? Oh, man, bro, it's so yeah. un Can you imagine watching any sport that way? Can you imagine, no. bro? No, no. We're going to go to the field. We're going to go to the sideline. We're going to go up in the booth. We're going to go to the coach. We're going to go to the quarterback. We're going to go to yeah. this. Like, oh, my God, bro, please. Yeah. Um, Man, where's Veer? Where is Veer, bro? Where in the Where world is, is Veer Mahan? Yes, I guess yeah. I, I was reading that they're repackaging a bunch of people. Maybe he's one of them. I don't know, bro. Maybe so. <laughs> Maybe so. It'll be Veer and Shanky. They'll be come. They'll be back together. So um, we'll see. We'll see where that goes uh, as far as Veer is concerned. But it doesn't seem like it seems like the ones that uh, McMahon were really into, um, like. It, Triple H is already putting the kibosh on him. Like Theory is, I know he was gone because his uncle passed. Um, they usually give you know them a week or so, but I don't know. I, I don't know about this week. I don't. I don't I imagine he's not going to. He's not taking two weeks to mourn the loss of his uncle. Yeah. I mean, if he needs it, take it. But they they usually only do a week. So I'm wondering if they aren't bringing him in because Triple H doesn't see as much as Vince McMahon does in him. I, I I I don't know, bro. I just, bro. At the end of the day, everybody's going to see this. At the end of the day, it comes down to the writing. Period. End of story. And and that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to bring all his people in, all his NXT people yeah. in. But again, bro, that's that's the first rule. You bring in so many people at once, nobody gets over, man. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they're kind of just throwing everything on the wall and see what sticks at this point with all the returns and things like that. A lot of chaos going on on Raw the past couple of weeks, and it's just kind of like chaos TV. And I don't know. I mean, people are a lot of people were big on this and saying Triple H is the savior right now. But the, those are the hardcore wrestling fans yes, that are always going to watch wrestling. They watched it for years and years and years and couldn't stand what Vince McMahon was doing. Right. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about is this show going to bring new viewers and new eyeballs? That's what I'm talking about. Correct. The yeah. the marks, the hardcore fans, as long as wrestling is on the marquee, they're going to watch the show, bro. I'm yeah. not talking about those people. We yeah. already saw the SmackDown rating went down already. Mm-hmm. Last week's rating went down already, bro. Yep, indeed. Um, Bianca Belair, Asuka, and Alexa Bliss, they uh, talk smack, and then they get into a big fight. So. Then we see. Then, then, then you saw them setting up for Alexa taking a dive, and they're all standing. Come on, we're ready. I don't understand. Help, help me understand this, Vince. Yeah. You've uh, you, you you've written shows before. I never understood the collateral damage bump. I, I never understood that spot. I never, I never understood someone never. 
doing a dive on their own partners. No. That, that that doesn't make no. that makes zero. Right. Sense. No, bro. If you if you're a Mick Foley, that's fine. You know, yeah. if, if 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 that fits your character, that's fine. Yeah. That doesn't fit Alexa Bliss's character. Yeah, I don't get it. Like uh, uh um. Montez Ford does it every week. He does that collateral damage spot, you know, where yeah. he'll just, I don't care if my own teammate is, is right. in the, is in the pile. I, I'm going right. to hit him too. Yep. It, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It doesn't bro. Um, except uh, Rollins and, uh, Angelo Dawkins, they, they fight, um, just variations of making the street profits look like enhancement talent nowadays. Unfortunately, would you have booked this, uh, this way, or would you have, done something else with Seth other than uh be you know went at the expense of the street profits again bro this is Vince McMahon booking he 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 beat uh Ford last week yep. so we'll book him against Dawkins and let him be eating up time eating yep. up time that th- this is Vince McMahon booking 101 bro 101 yes indeed um so I'm gonna mention this tweet uh, a friend of ours road dog uh stated um I'm actually going to read the tweet um, and I'm going to read it verbatim. I know the subject. I can tell you the subject, but um, we're going to talk about this. All right. He says this. I'm interested in your Legion of Raw thoughts on it. He says, quote, um, uh, let me just use my uh, let me use my phone. Another login to my uh, computer. On my computer, I don't want to do that. He says Seth Rollins is the new HBK, mm. and that's saying something because Shawn Michaels was the best. What are your thoughts, Vince Russo? I have said on the record, Shawn Michaels was the greatest all-around wrestler I ever worked with. I, I've said that on the record. I said it to Shawn. Um, <laughs> I ain't saying that about Seth Rollins, bro. <laughs> uh, I, I'm with. Hey, listen, man. If if Road Dog feels that way, that's great. Um, I'm sorry, bro. Like, no, 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 no. That's my opinion. Road Dog is entitled to his opinions. I yes. worked with Sean. Sean was great. Bro, look look at any Sean promo and then look at the Joker. <laughs> come, on, come on, bro. Like, come on. Like, seriously, man. Come on, bro. Come you on, know, bro. you know, uh, I've um working with, with Brian is is a breath of fresh air. Um, really, really cool to work with. Super yep. nice guy. Yep. We've actually become friends over the past couple of months. Really, really nice guy. I and I'm looking forward to talk to him about this more. And I will share this when we talk about it too. I uh, strongly disagree with that statement because I don't think uh, the pool of making someone look over nowadays is just vastly different than it was before. Yes. And Seth Rollins to me. Like, place him, place his overness 25 years ago in the Attitude Era, and he'd be a jabroni. I mean, like, it, it, he wouldn't be the same level of over as over looks like right now. So this breed of 
talent that's the bar has been really low. yeah it's the the breed of talent that they have now as far as making someone look larger than life that that's not a thing anymore and Shawn michaels is arguably the greatest performer of all time seth rollins is very solid in the ring i'm well i'm not talking about work bro i'm talking yeah all and, around all around all overall around. And and I, I just don't see I don't see Seth Rollins having a good um kind of character that has good staying power. Like to me, like Rollins is just a few weeks later with you know, and he'll feel like the rest of them. Bro, Shawn Michaels feels larger than the the the, the bro. The let's look at there's an element, bro. When you look back, there's the element of I want to be that guy. Yeah. I want to be Taker. I want to be Rock. I want to be Austin. I want to be Shawn Michael. Bro, listen, may maybe there are 12 year old kids saying I want to be Seth Rollins, <laughs> but um I I'm sorry, bro. Like to me, like when when somebody is so over and so cool and so believable whether they're a baby face or a heel and and you want to be them and yeah. like the, the 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 way you felt about a Randy Savage or the way mm -hmm. you felt about a Roddy Piper or the way you felt about a Ric Flair bro I don't know bro are people feeling that way about Seth Rollins I mean may, maybe there are some but I'm not one of them no because no because you know, it, people were attracted to their characters. Their characters were infectious. He was the heartbreak kid. He was the rowdy one. He was the immortal one. And it you was know. believable. It was. It was believable, yeah, it was bro. Believable. Yeah. Seth Rollins has had, you know, four or five incarnations of different characters. And so it, it and doesn't even really. the one he's doing help. right now, you saw the promo tonight, how campy and over the top it is bro i used to love the one thing i used to love about Shawn michaels bro and it was written this way i remember bro when i was writing Shawn michaels against taker bro today they would have Shawn michaels scared to death of taker that that's what they would have today back then bro when they did the one-on-one -on -one interview yeah. sean would get right in his face because yep. bro in sean's mind somewhere in the back of sean's mind he really believed he could beat taker yep. that's what i loved about sean michaels when i when i watch seth rollins bro when i watch his entrance and i watch his attire and i watch his promos the first thing that comes to my mind is goofy he, he, he's a goof, he's campy, he's too over the top, and nobody's like that in real life, bro. So how do you how do you relate to this person? Yeah, it feels like a circus act. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know how many people like Shawn Michaels we knew that cocky, arrogant, you know how many people like that we knew? Right, right. Indeed. Uh, Rollin with the 999 Super Chat. Tonight, Seth Rollins caused, called himself the gatekeeper of this industry. In the world of professional sports, especially professional combat sports, being labeled a gatekeeper is an insult. No bueno. It's the good stuff, Rollin. I, I agree. I why, agree why, do you, why do you think that he 
what does that even mean really in the in the trajectory of pro wrestling as far as being the gatekeeper of the industry do you have any clue vince I, I I I I have I have no idea, bro. Is he accepting the? Uh, is he taking the tokens when the people want to come in the amusement park and there get on a ride? I don't know, bro. But yeah. I'm I'm sorry, man. I I love Brian to death, but and it's his opinion and it's my opinion, but not to me, not even close, bro. Yep, I agree. Not not close. We get a couple backstage segments. We get the Mysterios and Edge dissension. Um, we get Dominic pushing Edge. And then we get another backstage segment, uh, interview of the Miz and Ciampa. Miz uh, dedicating this match to the one Harley race. Um, there which, you go. Which, which is real confusing. Listen, hats off to Triple H giving them the freedom to cut their own promos and say what they want to say. We needed that a long time coming, but bro, you had two instances tonight with two heels. Yep. Chomp is putting over Harley race, you know, and, and that's a baby face thing to do. He yes. didn't do it in a heel way. That was a baby face thing to do. And Kevin Owens is wearing a dusty t-shirt. Yeah. I noticed that too. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I mean, seriously, bro, I, I'm all for letting these guys go, but like stuff like that, you, yes. you know, that makes Kevin Owens a baby face, yes, bro. Yes. I, I agree with, I agree with you hundred percent on that. I noticed that too. And he, he's done that before. And I'm like, so who's who's getting over here? If you're doing babyface stuff, who's really getting over? I'll tell it? you who's getting over, bro. They're getting over with the internet crowd. Yes, indeed. And that that's all they freaking care about, bro. They're getting over with the internet crowd. And that's the reason why the numbers were dwindling down week by week by week. And not only that, bro, even with Triple H, even the shows that he's done. And, of course, I was the first one that said, you got to give the guy at least three months. But, Chris, there's been a pattern so far. As the show goes on, the number gets less. Yeah, that's not how it's supposed to be, bro. The, the the audience is supposed to be building to the end. You're I I think I think they lost about a couple of hundred thousand. I mean, last week or something. But as the show's going on, they're losing viewers. Indeed. You know what that tells me, bro? Is what the, this is what that tells me? Vince McMahon is no longer running the show. People know. Let's try it out now. We haven't watched it in a long time. Mm-hmm. Let's go watch Raw. Let's see what Triple H is doing. Let's see if the show has changed. By the time you get halfway in, at ah, no, the show hasn't really changed that much. New viewers leave, and you've got you back to your same base audience. Indeed, yes, indeed. That's that. That's what I see. That that's what makes sense. Yeah, it definitely sees. It definitely shows that. I've I've got a I've got a theory for you, Vince, and let me know if they are actually doing this. So, with this uh, Mysterios and then Edge in the mix with Judgment Day, I'm going to kill Judgment Day. Yada yada yada. What do you think? Do you think perhaps this leads to uh, Edge uh, swerving Ray and actually being a part of Judgment Day all along and bringing Dominic with them? Well, bro, if you if you do that, you can't do that in a way where they really got heat on them. 
Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like we were, I was able to bring Rock and Vince together because all Rock did was drop an elbow on Vince. Yeah. He didn't beat the snot out of Vince. They mm-hmm. beat the snot out of Edge. So mm-hmm. what was was that a work? I mean, well, they could say it was now, but if you go back and look at the number they did on him, I that that's going to be a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. You know, something's got to come out of this. I, because... I think it's the Dominic thing, bro. I think it's the, I think it's what, and I think that's the issue because you you see this thing coming a mile away, bro. Yeah, but it's so it's so just blah, right? You know, just I to have that you. ending, you know. I agree with you, bro. Because if even if Dominic goes over to Judgment Day, and to me, I'm still I still wasn't I wasn't a fan of Judgment Day from the very beginning. And I've said that on here many times, but at least with Edge, it had star power. You know what I mean? But now just everybody just feels middle of the road. They weren't the, going into Judgment Day. They're already f- booked like mid carters and they weren't booked strongly. And now they're just together and not booked right. strongly. Right. And so right. it just doesn't make there's no star power. Yeah. And Edge going back, I guess there'll be a payoff, but. What is the if the payoff is dominant going there, it'll just be blah again. No one was built strong before they joined Judgment Day. Being together doesn't mean that they're booked strongly, even stronger. So. Bro, I gotta tell you something. Bro, things like this need to be done, and they'll never go this far. Okay. Bro, somebody sent me a picture of some uh woman over in the UK. I think she's a professional bodybuilder though right they sent me some pictures of her bro cosplaying china have you seen her i have not bro i if somebody showed you the picture you would you would say it's china that's how close it is bro unbelievable that's what you need Mm. you need somebody like that to show up Call out Triple H. I mean, that's ex- you want to get people talking, bro. It's not going to be Rey Mysterio uh, joining the dark or a uh, uh, Dominic joining the dark order. Nobody cares about that. It needs to be something like this, where Triple H is seeing a ghost, and this this China is calling him out for all that. That's what you need. What they're doing here, Logan Paul, bro, okay, because he's got a huge following. I'll give them that. If if they can get Logan Paul's people to watch this show, but they need something like that, bro, that's going to turn heads. Speaking of turning heads, uh, I'm not going to play any – I'm not going to play the the music because I get flagged. But I will play this though. I will go ahead and play the uh, the video because wow, she looks like just like. Oh, I, I didn't even see like a video. I just saw like some pictures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So here we go. I'm about to, I'm about to uh, share it and, and play it here. <clears throat> yeah, she did really good. So there you go. Yeah, I, I mean, bro, like the and the body, like, yeah, I, I mean, come, this is what you need, bro. Wow. You need something like this that, whoa, 
They, wow. need, they need something really good. shocking, shocking, bro. Yeah. They need something shocking, man. I agree. That looks really and, good. And of course, you know, bro, because of the, uh, you know, the the legend of China, you, you want to do it in good taste. You're, sure. you're going to do it in good taste. Yeah. But that's that's what they need. Oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine this woman walking out and say, oh, you're calling everybody else back. Never called me back. <laughs> I, I mean, can you imagine, bro? Like, and then and then Triple H, like the, the look on his face. Hmm. I, I, that's what you need, bro. What what they're doing here with Bailey, and I can't remember the people on my team, and Dominic <laughs> is joining the Dark Order, and who? <laughs> nobody cares about any of this stuff, bro. Nobody, nothing. <laughs> Uh, Delvin's joining the dark world. Sam short of death. Now he's stalking AJ. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, and throughout the show, there was like this. Uh, I don't know if you noticed during the promos backstage, it was like the wrecked car, like way in the back. And there was like people around it. And then like 20 minutes later with the females, it was still on the ramp. And I'm like, it, it takes y'all 20 minutes to put a, a red car on the ramp. Like, it had to be something. And then toward the end, like, all the uh, police officers start running to the... Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So all of that led to some type of arrest of... Just some awkward arrest at the end. And so Triple See, H is trying that? to bring the story oh, back. he's trying, it, but... but he's not a writer. Yeah. He's not a exactly. writer. Bro, I'll give you a classic case in point because i did not know that was sam shaw because i don't watch nxt Mm -hmm. aj knows it's sam shaw right so when aj's looking out in the crowd he knows who he is he sees him fighting off the cops for whatever reason he's he's fighting for whatever reason but aj would say that let him in let him in come on you you got let that that he knows who he is, bro. Yeah. That's that's what I'm telling you, Chris, about it comes down to writing and freaking logic. Yeah. And so now uh, Dexter Loomis, you know, Sam, Sam Shaw, he's going, He somehow he has issues with AJ Styles. Something must have happened down in NXT. He was uh, probably, AJ was probably trying to hold him down or something. That's what it was. Okay. Uh, next, we have uh, Kevin Owens versus Ezekiel. The match stopped before it even started due to Owens powerbomb Ezekiel on the apron. Uh, to me, this was a bit promising because it yeah. just it seems like the, they're writing off Ezekiel to bring back Elias. I just yeah, see I, I just don't know why they're doing a bump like that, bro. Like, man, when you when you talk to like the Al Snows and like they'll tell you that ring apron bump, bro, is like. The worst thing yeah. in the world, man. You know? Yeah, yeah. That that's uh, that's Owens' just thing. He used to do that NXT a lot. Yeah, so, boy, uh, yeah. Those, they brought that back to write him off. Bro, so. can you imagine Shane McMahon being the one behind bringing that girl in? Oh, you see what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about, bro. There are so, but they, they, they're giving us nickels and dimes here, bro. That it it, it it's not going to amount to anything. So the antagonist to your to your uh um idea would be like, man, who wants a China ripoff? What would be your answer? Oh no, if if bro, let me tell you something. If you tell this story the right way, you're not even gonna think about that because 
Shane, Shane's nowhere to be found. What if all of a sudden Shane shows up? Hey, uh, you know, Triple H, yeah, man, they found out about the skeletons in my father's closet. What about the skeletons in yours? And you bring her out, bro, uh, again, them doing it, it would be the drizzling Mm you-know-what. A real writer doing this, trust me, bro, you would not get that. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, Next we get um, Finn Balor defeating Rey Mysterio. Um, Rhea Ripley comes out carrying Dominic beaten up and bloody oh, what about that? like the the, uh, the girls beating up <laughs> what are we doing here bro? uh dude i don't know uh, it, it definitely seems like it's inevitable that dominic's going to join yeah well that that seemed like a ruse to me because i didn't buy yeah. rhea ripley beating up dominic so that's why i'm like yeah. okay bro this is all a ruse and that that's that's what i took away but so what though? Like, I know what does that's that mean? what I'm saying, bro. So what? Okay, whoopee. Yeah, okay. So what? Bro, Monday night bro, Monday night football is right around the corner, man. Oof. They're gonna have to do better than this, bro. Better than this, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they've got to do better than that, my man. I, I don't um like I said, I'm willing to give. I'm willing to give them time. I am too, but yeah, but bro, but. we're willing to give them time, but we're seeing the pattern. Yeah, it's just bringing in all these new NXT fate that that's that's looks like the pattern. The first, yeah, but with over. no story behind it, right? Exactly. You know what I mean? You're bringing right. up Chompa with no story. Yes, you're bringing back Cross with no story. You're yes. bringing back. You know, Dexter Loomis with no story. Yes. Like bringing back them for just namesake isn't going to work because yeah. their name isn't strong enough. EO Sky, Dakota Sky. Yeah, Dakota Sky, no, no story. story. EO Sky, no story. Right. Sky Blue, no, yes. story. no story. The Skyscrapers, right. no story. Yes. None of it. Nothing. So give me a story. Give me buy in. It's just, it, it feels super marky. If you're just bringing back NXT names just for the heck of it, bro, I, just, I don't see it. You you brought this up with Brian last week, and you know, bro, you you've got to be watching NXT yeah. to understand what's going on. That's not going to grow your fan base. And only a third of the right. people watch NXT, and it's not like a third of the total raw viewership watch NXT. And it's not even a guarantee that those third, you know, watch raw, you know what I mean? So it's, it it doesn't, it doesn't make sense just to bring back, you know, NXT people just for, just for the heck of it. Again, even, even triple H is looking for the accolades of the internet. That's true. And it's like, I just what what happened to the world, man? Yeah. Remember WrestleMania? What the world is what watching? World that was is that watching. was a shoot. Like yeah. that was a shoot, bro. Yeah, absolutely. I remember back in the day, man. I, it used to be I, even casual fans would have outings and have you know big get-togethers to watch the pay-per-view. You know, what yep, I mean, I that did was that for thing. WrestleMania three, bro. I had a ton of people at my house. Do you think nice. people show up to watch uh, I O I E O Sky and Dakota, and Dakota Sky? Sky? No, no, I don't. I, think. I couldn't get anybody at my house to watch. 
Hey, hey, I got this girl, Dakota Sky. You wanna, you wanna go half uh, on a pay per view for her? You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, Dakota Sky and EO Sky, man. Yeah, man. yeah. You guys, come on, chip, come give on. me ten bucks. Come on, come on, chip in, chip in, <sighs> chip in for the Sky Sisters. Oh, is this any different than the Riot Squad? <laughs> is it? I mentioned that last week. Like, I don't see it, a difference. Is it, bro? No, I don't see a difference, man. Except they they all slid into the ring together. Oh, okay, that's what it was. Okay, well that is a difference. That is a difference. Um, so next we have uh, the Sky Sisters, Hill Sky, Dakota Sky. Uh, so they brought back the um, they brought back the tournament. The, Tamina and Dana Brooke uh, lost to Dakota Kai and Eel Sky. So, bro, what about go. that? That. What, what is it, Eos? What about that Eos guy slap when Tamina was on the? T- oh my, bro! <laughs> I noticed that. Oh too. my, how how we did that last week too against Bianca? How are you on TV? Tamina? Yeah, I noticed how, that. Same how thing. are you on TV? Why, yeah. why why are you on primetime television, bro? Her working slap and working punch are horrible. Like oh, I, I, I've noticed man. that. It was the same thing happened last week with because. Uh, because Bianca was on the uh the, the she was she was on the turnbuckle and just her working slap was just the same. I mean, my, bro, like are you gonna hurt somebody by slapping them? Yeah. Are you really gonna hurt them? Miss Elizabeth slapped the crap out of me, bro. Did she kill me? No, I'm still here. No, my gosh, yeah. it's a slap, bro. You can't lay a slap in and knowing someone like Tamina, she would want that type of right, shit. Because it slap. makes her look weak. Exactly. Exactly. Rollin 499 super chat, my man. Do you think that do you guys think that 1984 was more pivotal than 1987, the year of Mania 3? And what would you say was NWA slash WCW's comparable match to Hogan versus Andre? Good questions. Uh I still say 94 is more pivotal than 1987, but 1987. Uh, is pivotal in as far as WrestleMania is concerned, as far as the trajectory of WrestleMania, as far as it being that big event. I'll give that to 87, but I still think the rise of Hulkamania is the most pivotal moment in pro wrestling history. That's that's for question. That's the for the first part. What do you think, Vince? I, I got to go with 84, bro, because the original WrestleMania is what really started it all. Mm-hmm. I, I I mean, bro, that that kind of put the stamp on the pro wrestling business uh of course 87 was huge mm-hmm. but i still gotta stick with 84 yep uh verse two uh the second part uh, and what would you say was nwa slash wcw's comparable master hogan versus andre uh i would say as far as like a um kind of like a, a pivotal match in nwa i would say i i think it's um Flair race at Starcade 83. That would, that would probably be my match. That kind of what was that pivotal moment in WCW history? Just because their Scar- Starcade series was like the WrestleMania of WCW. And I, I don't think, think there that, was. I, I don't think there was anything comparable. 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 I can't say. Well, <laughs> just uh, like Sky. I don't think, yeah, I don't think there was anything because I mean, I, it was just the size of Hogan and Andre. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it was really a, it was a circus sideshow. I, I mean, it really, really, really was. It was such a spectacle 
I don't think when you have two, you know, average size guys or bigger size guys, it's going to it's going to match up. The irresistible force versus versus the immovable object. There's no comparison. Yes. There. yes. What would you say as far as like a pivotal match like Hogan Andre was the pivotal match of, you know, WWF, you know, could you could you think that there is a could you think of a pivotal match that if there was one match that you can that you can point to and say this was the match that was pivotal to the success of nwa or wcw what would it be i bro i really can't because i wasn't watching it that closely gotcha. man so i can't i i don't have the history like in it that you have because i was a wwf guy mm. so that's that's what i was really watching most of yeah. the time since yeah i think um i think i'm gonna stick with uh with race and with race and flair uh, what do y'all think, SK Nation? Most uh, comparable as far as one of the most pivotal matches in the history of NWA or WCW. What do y'all think, SK Nation? All right, next we have um, um, Russo and Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, uh, very interesting. Uh, Dusty Flair. Um, no, I don't think. I mean, like hard times, Starcade '85. You know, I, I'm, you know, you know. No, nah, I wouldn't say that's as far as pivotal. No, nah, that's 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 up there as far as one of the most popular matches of all time. But, uh, all right. Next we have um, Kevin Owens backstage interview talks about uh, you know now he. Wants everybody to know that the Kevin Owens show never left or is still about the Kevin Owens show. Why why is this a thing? Like what's what's the point of this? He's a heel, he talks about the Kevin Owens show. So is he gonna be gone for a few weeks again and come back? And then at at that point, who's he gonna feud against? Lashley? I don't know, bro. He said the Kevin Owens show, and I'm like, great, I could care less. Yeah. <laughs> whoopee, whoopee, whoopee. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. This again, the stories are just lackluster to me. Just someone coming out and say the Kevin Owens show is back. Well, I mean, you know, you know what this is the equivalent of, bro. Let, let me let me let me explain to you what the equivalent of it is. I had a a degree in journalism. Obviously, I had the history of writing every single story in the WWE magazine. Yeah, I worked with a. Uh, a television writer who actually had shows on television. I wrote my, I, I wrote a couple of books. Okay. I, th there's a lot of writing in my background. When I became a character on TV, bro, I became a character on TV um, because they were putting so much pressure on me for ratings that I did what any New Yorker would do. I, I, I basically said, fine, you want ratings? I'll go out there and do it myself, okay? But my character was, you know, the guy in charge, the authority figure uh, who always got his butt handed to him, you know, at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. the, the equivalent of Triple H being a seasoned writer uh, with some kind of degree in writing uh, and some kind of knowledge of script writing – Bro, that, that would have been the equivalent of Vince Russo 
being a serious wrestler. Mm. Like, seriously, it would have been the equivalent of me having matches with Triple H and Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair. Bro, I don't care that you, you're you a former wrestler. Yeah. It takes more than that, bro. And I, I, I don't know why nobody will admit that. I, I don't know why people have such a hard time saying, you know what, bro? We really need seasoned writers. We really need people who know how to format a script and write dialogue. We, we really need... I don't know why that's so difficult. Tony Khan, I don't know why it's so difficult for people in the wrestling business to admit that, bro. I, I don't I don't understand it. Because yeah. you're a wrestler does not make you a television writer, bro. And that's why you, you're getting much of the same. You're get I don't care who he brings in. You're getting wrestling. That's all you're getting, bro. That's it. How much do you think ego plays a part of this? A lot. A lot, bro. Yeah. A lot. Check your freaking egos at the door, bro. Yeah. If you ever want to get back to the mass audience, man, you've got to check your egos at the door, bro. Yes, indeed. Bro, can you imagine great musicians, great musicians saying, ah, we don't need songwriters. I'm going to write all my, so we, we don't need songwriters. We, we, we're going to, there are songwriters, bro. There yes. are songwriters and musicians. Yes. These songwriters give the musicians the songs. Yes. It's the same freaking thing, bro. It's yep. the same thing. The coach gives the players the, 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 the plays just because you're a good player doesn't mean you're a good coach. So it just, it, it just doesn't, just because you're good in one play spot doesn't mean you're good in the other. And thing, everything doesn't, things doesn't overlap just because it's in the same arena, right? No. So it's like no. at the end of the day, no. you, you being a good writer doesn't overlap automatically with being a good wrestler. Yeah, you know I, what I mean, bro, John Laurinaitis. Mm. <laughs> great, how great a wrestler was he over in Japan? How mm. great was he in talent relations, bro? Okay, that's that's what we're talking about here, folks. That's uh, what we're talking about. That's a good point there. Come on, good man. Yes, and indeed. it is ego, Chris. It is freaking ego. The oh, ego yeah. is killing this business, bro. Yes. yes. This is TV, man. Ego is killing this business 100%. Vince. I mean, we've seen it. Oh, we've we've seen it since the, Ryback was said that. You know, yes. as far as just Triple H, according to Ryback, Triple H told him that post Cena, yep, he does not want. They do not want to see anybody bigger than the business post Cena. Yeah, and we've. I mean, that's basically what's happened. I mean, yep. Reigns is Reigns is the biggest person in wrestling right now, as far as aura, but he's still not bigger than the business though. Like he's the biggest person in the business, but he's not bigger than the business. And that's a big difference. And we still see that. I mean, we, we've seen it post Cena. No one is bigger than the business. Every yeah. single person post Cena is expendable in the, in the pro wrestling. And that's a problem. Your brand needs to be so infectious and so big and major that you don't look like you're expendable. Every single person in the WWE is expendable. And that hurts your product. It Absolutely. really does hurt Chris. your product. Man. Absolutely, bro. Yep. yep. 
Next, we have uh, Omos and uh, speaking of expendable, I mean, uh, speed beating Andrea Guerrero and Spencer Slade Garcia, Andrea Garcia and Spencer Slade. Omos, Vince. Yeah, well, again, Chris, you say it all the time. What, what does this do? This does what? <laughs> this Nothing. does what? This Nothing. does what? Ziggler over Chad Gable does what? what Agreed. What, 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 what does what, bro? Another one. Another one. What What in the world does Dolph Ziggler versus Chad Gable do to anybody's interest, heightened interest in this in this show? And what what's going on with Dolph Ziggler in theory? They just threw that away. When when Ziggler came, and he was quiet those few weeks, he was he he was more popular. And that mystique that less is more, not saying anything. People was wondering what was going on. Now he just feels like everybody else all over again. And bro, you know what nobody's pointing out? This is such a great coup bro like nobody is talking about this because the marks are caught up in oh i, I own i own a sky and Rebby sky are on with bailey like oh ooh. bro here's what's hysterical to me and and i would love to know the answer to this all the people they're bringing back from nxt that they let go right how much less money are they coming back for? Oof. That's what I would love to know. Tell me that, bro. <laughs> Tell because I'm telling you, Chris, I, I, I think that's part of it. Mm. I think that's part of it that they let all these people go and now they're bringing them all back for, for, do, for pennies on the dollar. Yeah. I'm telling you, bro. Yeah. I want to know if these people are getting paid the same they got when they left. I definitely don't see them getting paid more. I think they they're paying the same, getting paid the same amount. But the pitch, though, the 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 buy-in is, but you're on Raw now, but you're on SmackDown now. You've graduated. You've got you've got a bigger spot. You've got to run with that spot that you that you're getting in for less, bro. I think they're coming in for less. For less? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yep. I think Cross probably. Maybe the same, maybe a slight bump because they're pushing them as a main eventer. But someone like a EO Sarai, Dakota Kai, uh, Dexter Loomis, I don't, I don't see a bump. Yeah. I, I don't see a bump in their pay for that. Especially since you, you, you got to think about that. I, I like Sam Shaw. I do. Too. I, I, I do like too. Dakota I like Kai. He, I, I never saw the NXT character, but I like the, what he was doing on Impact. On Impact, it was really yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was with uh, Santana Garrett. Uh, that was a that that tandem was pretty cool. Yeah. But I, I think with with Loomis and Sky and and Shirai, I think like I said, the sell is the fact that they have the spot. You know, you, you're graduating to NXT I mean, from NXT to the main roster. But at the end of the day, though, it's just like, yeah, they they're probably going to take it because you have to think about this, though, Vince. They're probably not going to make as much as say for instance say they make a say they make 75k a year say say 75k i don't see them either any of those three making that amount of money on the indies i i, I don't see that maybe 50 or 60 maybe yeah but 75k i I, I don't see them making i don't see them being marketable enough to make that type of money there yeah. so 
I mean, EO, you know, EO will go back to Japan. She was really good in Japan, but I just I don't see it. Uh, next, we have uh, the the main event: AJ Styles and the Miz. Oh, what about? But hold on, bro. What I miss? Bring, it's time bring, for Joey. It's time for it's time for Joey. Let's do this. It's been a while. Where you at, Joey? Time out. Time out. Time out, Joey. Time out, Joey. We're not just skipping over uh Nikki Cross and Dewdrop on next uh, week's show, bro. We're not just yeah, we're not just I was trying to. Over that <laughs> that huge promo, bro. Oh, when I saw that match for next week, ah, oh, bro, I said, you know what, bro? It starts here at six o'clock in uh, Colorado. Yeah. I'm gonna tune in at five o'clock next week Ooh. just to make sure I don't miss anything, bro. Very nice, very nice. You know. Before that, before that promo, I was thinking, I was thinking, okay, if what is based on this, these three hours, what part of this entire three hours is going to intrigue me to watch next week? Great question. That's what you not, ask. Not of, not of, not of it. It wasn't a story arc that was building. It wasn't any cliffhangers. It was none of that. People say, okay, with well, the Dexter Loomis thing, that was a very weak cliffhanger that was meaning to be a cliffhanger. But here's the thing. I was like, if I just close this book and just don't watch Raw, I'm not missing anything because I'm not intrigued to watch next week. Yeah. If I just, if like like you said, if, yeah. if, if the people come back to, to wrestling and said, Vince is gone, let yeah. me watch it because of Triple yes, H. Exactly. There was nothing that drew me yes. to yes. next week. Just like people tune in the day after WrestleMania. Yep. And exactly. then they don't they don't capture them. Exactly, Chris. Ex- exactly that in nutshell. And here's what you're gonna see tomorrow, guys. I'm I'm not Nostradamus. Uh, you're gonna get the ratings tomorrow, and you're gonna see where they started. And where they ended, yeah. and there's gonna be there's gonna be a couple of hundred thousand people that tuned in that they lost again, and we're slowly but surely gonna make ours get back to that average number. I'm looking. Uh, I'm really interested to see after this honeymoon stage is over with Triple H and the fans because Vince is gone. You know, I'm interested to see how the fans are going to think about the product after this honeymoon stage is over say say beginning of next year all right let's see how the product is and if the people start crapping on triple h's booking because their honeymoon stage is over and before we go speaking of honeymoon stage i don't know if you saw it or you heard about it Liv morgan on smackdown Got almost booed out the arena. I saw that. I saw that. (laughs) Like speaking of honeymoon stages being over, that alone shows that you can't just slap a belt on any person nowadays just because their character's semi-infectious or semi-attractive, and it was something different. So the fans had that honeymoon stage, but then. They just realized that she's just playing live before the title, and they booed her. <laughs> they booed her like. And not only that, bro. Again, you had a baby face that lied. Yeah. She said she tapped out yeah. after the re- no, no, no. You were clearly tapping out before. So now we got baby faces who lie. Exactly. 
bro, like seriously, man. And then they get booed. And, and, and let me tell you something, Chris. There's going to be no negative feedback with Triple H's shows because at the end of the day, you're going to have the same audience and they're going to be putting it over because all this NXT talent's on the show. Yeah. So they're going to, the people, the, the casual fans, bro, you're not going to hear their voice because they're not going to stick around long enough. Yeah. You're going to watch an episode or two and then they're going to go back and they're dis- going to disappear again. That's how you're going to know. But the people, you know, who watch every week, they're going to put this over to the moon because all these NXT people are coming. Do in. you really think that the hardcore fans are, say, say for instance, next spring, like leading up to WrestleMania, for instance, or, you know, WrestleMania season is usually pretty hot across the board. Say May of next year, say the beginning of, of spring next year, post post WrestleMania, usually that May, June, July window is kind of kind of like the off season of pro wrestling. Not not as much, you know, going into July, you're leading into SummerSlam, but post mania to SummerSlam is usually a, a bit drier than the, the rest of the year. So that would be a good gauge to see because right now we're like, okay, let's give them a few months and then Royal Rumble's next and then you get into WrestleMania season. So there's a bunch of hype behind that. I think next spring is a good gauge to see how hardcore fans will react to Triple H's booking. And you legit don't think that they'll turn their back on him? No, no. As long as, as, long as he keeps bringing in the NXT darlings, absolutely not. Nope. Because they're hardcore fans, huh? Yep. Yep. One last uh, super chat before we go, <laughs> Timothy. I'll let you. I'll give this to you. Has yeah, he has, and, 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 and I have said that, Timothy. He definitely has. You can tell that um, the the performers have more freedom, w- without a shadow of a doubt. You know, I I always said, bro, you could tell when the performers were cutting promos, they were on the defensive, Chris. God yeah. forbid we forget a word. Right. God right. forbid this. You could see they're a lot more relaxed. Um, uh, you know, they, 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 it's, it's a lot looser. There's a yeah. lot more freedom uh, in the promos. Yes, you can definitely see that the performers feel much, much more comfortable. So, yes, that that is definitely a positive yes although they may go back to script the promos because of the bailey botch exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> the what, dirt sheets this think? weekend wwe going back to yeah. script the promos what what do you think has been as positive so far uh, i mean it does it does feel less rigid there hasn't been a twenty four seven. Yeah, and I, I did mention that last week. Yes, right? yes, I, right? I mentioned that last week. So I, I'll go with that one. There hasn't been a twenty four seg- uh, seven segment. Yeah, and I and I I like that. I appreciate that. Yeah, I um, do too. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's really it. What I've seen so far. Again, it's too early. It's too it's too early to really call right now. But I think as far as what I saw on Raw and SmackDown, I would say that. The 24-7 segment being gone is still probably what I noticed different and what I'm cool with. Yeah. Bringing back the, you know, bringing back the NXT guys, I mean, that doesn't really do anything for me. Yeah. But the 24-7 segments being kiboshed, I, I, I think that's the best thing we've seen so far. I agree probably. with that. Yep. 
Cool. Uh, well, one thing that is not kiboshed is this guy's brand, Channel Attitude. Let them know, my man. Yes, guys, check me out at uh, russosbrand.com, which is under the channelattitude.com umbrella. Check that out. Also, tomorrow on my Patreon channel, patreon.com forward slash russotwc, Disco Inferno makes his uh, return to the brand tomorrow. So that Ooh, very nice, man. Uh, get, let, let's do a little dance real quick. Let's do a little dance. Oh, okay, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. baby. Yes. Oh, Disco fever. This. Where's the song at, Vince? So cocky. So cool. Yeah, baby. This yes. Is a disco dancing fool. <laughs> Scorpion. Yeah, hey, brought out Black Scorpion. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> brought out Black Scorpion. Very nice, man. It yes. Almost, almost didn't come, and then you played discos. And here he came, man. Yes. Yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this guy right here is Vince Russo. This guy is Dr. Chris. Follow us at, you see the uh, Twitter uh, handles on the bottom of our names, at the Vince Russo, at Chris Prolific. Follow us or don't watch Raw anymore. But I know you will watch Raw again. Although there's people who said they don't watch Raw, they just watch the show. So A lot of people. thank you for that support. Thank you yes. so much for that support. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen, Disco Fever, Black Scorpion, Tootsman, Vince Russo, the Sky Sisters, Skyscraper, Solo!